They say that a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Well, generally that's a true statement. But in this case, there really isn't much mind left in D. Scott's head anyway, so the only thing we're really wasting here is your time. Welcome inside the mind of D. Scott. Ladies and gentlemen, we are experiencing te technical difficulties. Please stand by. episode 28 of inside the mind of d scott first of all it's hard to believe that there have been eight 28 episodes of this ridiculousness but i appreciate everyone that listens uh share it like and subscribe it follow it whatever you got to do tell your friends to tell a friend uh rich joining me on the podcast again live from north carolina because i can't find any other guests oh i feel <laughs> love I, I figured that would help your ego a little bit if I said something <laughs> stupid like that. Yeah, you know, knocks, it knocks me down a couple of pegs, which is which I need, but that's all right. Okay. So anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's, uh, we don't usually talk a lot of sports on this, and I, I, there was some really, really fun stuff that happened uh, in, in the, like the last day. Um, Yay, home down goal. Yeah, I don't know what that means, but that's fine. You home round touchdown goal, get it? Home no. down, goal. I get it. I get it. I get it. Basket. Dad. I mean, we got <laughs> basket goal. Basket. That's what they actually call. It's a goal. It's not a basket or a hoop. Yeah, the goal. Um, huh. You're a Steelers fan, right? Don't say that too loud. It's too late. I gotta <laughs> put it out there. I don't. <laughs> but yes, I, I, I'm from New York. I like the Steelers for football, and I like the Red Sox for baseball. Makes a world of sense to me. Um, yeah. Well, since don't. you brought up the Red Sox, we'll, we'll just go into one of the things I wanted to talk about. With baseball starting, yeah, uh, it, it's humorous to me as a Yankee fan for one because Baltimore is considered like the worst team in baseball. Okay, yeah. I can agree. Uh, yeah, well, I, I could too for a minute, but the opening series that Boston played was against Baltimore and they lost two of three games. Oh, oh I know. So wouldn't that technically make the Red Sox the worst team in baseball? Uh, yes, I agree. <laughs> okay. Which it makes it great because I think they, yeah, they play them like in the middle of this month, I believe the 20th, I, play, I think they play Baltimore again. I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, the, 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 what's it called? The schedule is definitely different this year. Uh, way, yeah. way more interleague playing. And well, I don't know why, but I, I can't figure it out. I think, I mean, they're trying to keep the traveling to a minimum, I suppose. Um, <laughs> which is probably a good idea considering like the Marlins haven't even played a game yet because yeah, nobody wants to play them. And they're like, oh, uh, nine, what they have, like 19 or 22 cases, like COVID cases on the team? If, if there are confirmed ones, whoever knows what, they, what it is. So, I mean, hey, who, one dude could have, I don't know, just the poops or something. You got COVID. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm assuming Major League Baseball is testing everybody. It's not like yeah, a team daily. doctor. It's not, a, it's not a team doctor going, we suck and we just don't want to play. Everybody's got COVID. Like, yeah, we can't play. We can't come outside today. Like, if that were the case, why didn't the Orioles just do that? Like, I mean, or in, or yeah. in for sake of argument, the Red Sox. But although Boston did go to the Mets and beat them two out of three, so. Yeah, but you notice how you said Mets. I know, but the Mets actually on paper have a relatively decent team, and then um, they just suck because they're the Mets. Not they're not the they are not the Yankees. There is a reason why Mets fans have a huge hatred for the boys from the Bronx. Kind of it rivals what the Red Sox fans have for for the Yankees. It's kind of huge. I mean, yeah, they split. I believe. Well, yeah, they split with the Mets, and then they played the Yankees yesterday. They lost yeah. to the Yankees, and they play Yankees today. Yeah, you know, it was weird because I know last night was a night game, which was fine. Friday night makes sense. Today. Right. I was although I'm not surprised that the the Red Sox and Yankees are on at night because it's good for you know nighttime ratings because uh, I think the game is of course and so they're like oh we'll put it on but dude there is like one what's considered East Coast game this afternoon for a Saturday there's like no Saturday baseball um, hmm. or Saturday afternoon baseball it's like a Saturday afternoon game in Detroit and oh, that's, that's it that's nice. and <laughs> then like. Nobody else is playing on the East Coast. There's no Saturday afternoon baseball. I'm like, what? 
Why? Why not? Dr. Fauci said no. Oh, well, okay. So anyway, um, <laughs> enough, enough about the, the horridness of the Red Sox. Um, but I, I had texted you last night when we decided to, uh, to do this. It was very last minute. And uh, I, thought it was, I thought it was funny because I come across a tweet that says that Antonio Brown has been suspended for eight games. <laughs> I, okay. Uh, for I think for he's got some sort of charges going against him or whatever. But is he retired with the Jets or is he? He, playing? Didn't, even, he didn't play with the Jets. He went. I, I know that's the thing. He's retired. He could be playing for the Jets. He could be playing for Indianapolis. Who knows? They. I. I was so confused when I read it because I was like, wait a minute. The the literal like the tweet that I saw said free agent Antonio Brown has been suspended for eight weeks. And the yeah. only thing I could think of was from what? Yeah, it was personal conduct or something like that. Yeah. Um, I, he's, I think. Which is very broad and, and just out there. I think it's something that stems from the past with his, uh, with his trainer or something like that, where he, there was inappropriate stuff he did with a trainer yeah. or whatever it was. Um, so I'm Like curious. everybody else's case. So, but I'm curious to know, like, the guy doesn't – he's retired. He's retired more times than Brett Favre. Um, <laughs> and yeah. he doesn't have a team. So if he doesn't sign with, the, with any team in the NFL, which makes perfect sense considering he's retired, what kind of suspense – like, why announce that? Like, why – Well, his last, what's his last team? Was the Patriots, right? I think that was the last team he played with. Okay. But yeah, then, nineteen. I think the nineteenth season he was a Patriot. I, you, you never know. Like he was saying that he's going to go play for seventeen different teams. He's like, no, I'm just going to retire, or I'm just going to beat someone to death, or I'm just going to touch someone inappropriately because I'm Antonio Brown and I make money. I, I don't get it. But so, but again, so now what's he suspended from? Well, it's if, so vague. They're not going to tell you anything. He. I, I hope he gets oh, suspended from the max, the mass singer again. That's for he, sure. He's suspended for eight weeks. Yeah. He doesn't have a team. So if he does not come out of retirement and sign with a team, which is likely he won't, yeah. what, what good is that suspension? Like, what did the NFL prove by doing that? You're suspended for eight weeks from a league that you don't play in. Maybe he's suspended from playing with any team being a free agent. But so as soon as he signed – He literally has – he doesn't have a team. Like, he's retired. He came out and announced again that he retired. He well, yeah, so no, did Brett Favre. That's the thing. <laughs> I, yeah, I know that. But, now, but think about it. They suspended him from absolutely fucking nothing. That, okay. That's the main point you're trying not to get across. I understand. He's not, nobody's going to sign him. Why? Why would you sign him? The Patriots were that man's last hope. Yeah, and, and then he, he messed up again. Sp- Dude, they had Grandy Moss, and they figured out how to keep him in check. This guy is Which, so, yeah. This dude is so mentally whacked that even wow. the the winning heritage of the Patriots couldn't get this guy in line. They were like, "No, no, no we're going to cut you too." Because you're, Bill Belichick actually gave up on him. Yeah, that man <laughs> gives up on nobody. Yo, if Aaron Hernandez didn't go to jail, <laughs> like. I don't know if Gronkowski ever becomes a tight end. In the- <laughs> <laughs> Belichick is like, oh, you killed two people? That's it. <gasps> all right. Sign him. Sign him. Sounds-, <laughs> sounds good. Give him all the money. Yeah. Oh, we're not going to pay anybody but Aaron Hernandez. Anyway, we shouldn't, oh, speak Ill- we shouldn't speak ill of the dead. But anyway, so I just found it humorous because I'm like, that's cool, man. You suspended the guy from eight- for eight weeks from a yeah. league in a game that he is retired from. That's like the NBA coming out now and saying, Michael Jordan is suspended for the first three months of the basketball season. He's, he's suspended from North Carolina University. Yeah, he can't do a thing. He can't do a thing. He just has got to stay away. Yeah, that's, so, that doesn't, it doesn't make sense. No, it but a lot of the stuff that the NFL does doesn't make sense. Yeah, that's true. And there's a lot of players right now saying, like, you know what? We're going to opt out of this season. Smart Yeah, Yeah, listen, I don't – from everything that I've heard, I do not really think we're going to have an NFL season this year. No, which it, is sad. It is. Um, but if things are the way they are, 
they there was like no talk of it's the same thing with baseball. I don't think the baseball season's gonna make it. Um yeah, they're talking about shutting that down too. Well, Manfred came out because of the Marlins, yeah. and then there was other te- uh positive tests that came out from other teams, and he's like, if we can't get this under control, bro, you're the one that decided to just allow <laughs> travel. Like the the NBA and the NHL have their bubbles and they seem to be working. Granted, I until people leave. But that's the thing, like they're not they they can't. Yeah. And so it's like if the NFL and the and, and NHL can figure it out and it works, these other two major sports are gonna look really ridiculous. Like well, do you see what NBA is doing? Like the players are are just bashing Walt Disney World. Have you seen that? No. Yeah, they're they're saying that the food is horrible. They rather be like, they rather be playing in prison. The food and, and the accommodations are horrible. They're dirty. I was like, dude, you're staying in like one of the five star hotels. <laughs> Yo, you know um, what I would do? I would move them to prisons and say, here you go, or tents. let me, know. Let let me them know. live like military people. Like, here you go. Let me know how much you enjoyed the Disney stuff that you did not enjoy. They're staying, actually, there's a big group that is staying. So, like, the rookies, the ones that, I shouldn't say the rookies, the ones with, like, lower years in the NBA are staying yep. at uh, Coronado Springs, the Destino Tower, the brand-new okay. Destino Tower. And then um, the the higher-end players, like, you know, uh, Bash, and I, I'm not really big NBA or anything like that, but they're staying think- at. I think LeBron has, like, an entire hotel to himself. Yeah, I mean, like, they're all staying at uh, the Contemporary and the Grand Floridian, Polynesian, everything that's, like, yeah. nine to, depending on the time of year, seven to $900 a night. And they're saying, oh, these are dirty, they're garbage, they're, I don't like the food, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, bro, there's people that save 35 years for staying five days at Disney. Right. And, and you're going to sit there and bash because that four- or five-star hotel is not up to your – NBA lifestyle privileges. First of all, you're playing a child's game. Second of all, (laughs) I don't care what you went to school for. You did not pass with a a degree that has something to do with business or anything like that. You were just pushed through because you brought people into into the stands. That's exactly what it is. Don't get. I mean, come on. I don't. I don't want to co-sign that. But okay. If Lori Laughlin can get her daughter in for (laughs) rowing. You're playing basketball, bro. Come on. Uncle Becky is is screwing people up. Uncle what? Becky? Or yeah, that too. Aunt Becky. <laughs> Whatever. I don't Uncle know. Becky, I didn't watch that show. What the <laughs> it's a full house what you identify as. But anyways. That's, that's modern family full house, is what that oh, is. Oh yeah, that's there we go. <laughs> that's a crossover episode. Yeah, that's exactly what it is on TJF. Who's that? that? That's Uncle Becky. Oh, that's Uncle Becky. Don't okay. don't ask questions. No, I yeah, I, I had heard you know some of the stuff that they were saying. I didn't realize that they were just literally living at like Disney resorts. I thought they yeah. were put up in hotels and stuff. And it's like, man, you know, I and and like you said, I get it. Like we, so it's not up to your millionaire lifestyle standards. Get over but yourself. you're you're playing your sport. You're 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 playing your job. Yeah, you're you are at work. You're doing what you're supposed to be doing to get paid. You're getting paid. You're they just started the season, so go about your business. And I mean, you're literally sitting there playing a sport, a child sport. Let me let me go out with that. And um, you don't have to co-sign on. That's just the way I feel. But they're all child. Be- they're all children's games. They're just oh, really yeah, of good. Of course at they it. are. Uh, Okay, well, when you have nothing else to do but focus on the game, sure, I get it. You can do that. But for you and I, we were big baseball players. I mean, you played for almost 20 years. I played for almost 20 years. Right. We played very, very well. But then we went, oh, wow, we have to be adults and grown up and get jobs. and." Pay well, I, also real, I also realized that I wasn't as good as some people were. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. I mean. I'm like, oh, I can't do that. The level that you and I both played at, we were – we were very close to almost triple A, so. I wasn't. Oh, all right. Well, I wasn't. No, I, I thought you were a triple A. No, no. Well, I wasn't that good. I, I tried for triple A, and I didn't. I didn't make it. But it's also because I had a job and school and a whole bunch right. of other stuff that I couldn't go. Hey, um, I like my freedom, so I want to get rid of my 
vehicle and then just focus on something that could possibly get me a job? Yeah, Question no, mark? You, so, but <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't. And I, I think that's kind of, that's kind of trash. Although I haven't heard them saying much recently um, about their accommodations well, I mean, and stuff, but I know. PR. When, yeah. Someone, they, yeah. they, they put a, the kibosh on that real quick because it was like, oh, whoa, yeah, yeah, yeah. whoa, whoa. Yeah, they they actually hurting their uh, their Twitter followers and too because that's where they're putting it. They're like, "Oh my God, I found a, a dust bunny under my bed." It was like, right? Uh, oh, oh, not not for nothing. Okay. Let's not make Disney angry. Although I'm not really a big NBA, I don't really care that much anymore about the NBA. But I think it was really nice for Disney to go. You know what? Why don't you come here? We got the rooms. We got the availability. We got the sports complex. Just come and play here, so that way we can put our people to work. Yeah, you know and. and start building a bubble and having people work in a situation where they can actually have another livelihood and slowly open the the Disney parks. But Florida, of course, being Florida, it is just losing its mind and having thousands and thousands of COVID cases. But I I, I don't know. It it depends. That's (laughs) how you look at it, really. And if you're living there, then you're probably seeing it firsthand. But the way that we get the information is through news that, well, I don't trust the news anymore. That's a yeah, totally no. different story. Yeah, I know. I stopped paying attention to pretty much anything that's put out there by anybody. I don't give yeah. a – I really don't care what, what source it is, whether it's pro-left agenda, pro-right agenda. I'm like, this is all bullshit. You guys are just I can't, – I can't find a medium. I can't find a middle. There isn't. There isn't one anymore. There really isn't. It's everything is so, so, so agenda uh, – formatted it's ridiculous i'm like how about you just give us the news like why why is there a there's like a fan base for news stations yeah like just give me the news like a man was killed today yeah today in sports bingo that's it it. (laughs) yeah it's like so here's this all right on the brick with the weather you know (laughs) like it's gonna be rainy and then it's gonna be sunny tomorrow okay cool thanks for the facts let's go to sports this team won this team didn't Thanks for watching. Yeah. Yep. We can't do that anymore. So that's why I stopped yeah. paying attention. Well, anyway, anyway, you and I both grew up at the, the time of, of, you know, if we had neighbors or something like that. Hey, I'm a Democrat. Hey, I'm a Republican. Cool. I like your differences. You want a beer? Yeah. Nobody. I, don't, I still don't give a shit what your belief system is at all about anything. Yeah. I, I really don't care. Yeah. Um, you do you, buddy. Yeah. You live your life. Are you cool with me? We're cool. All right. Cool. Let's drink a beer. Let's hey, have I just want to go build a race car. That's all I want to do, man. Ricky race car. We're going to call you Ricky race car. Yeah, me too. It'll work too because your name is Rich, so I can call you Ricky race car. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mind blown. I know. I, that, I just thought of that, and that's pretty messed up. Alliteration is fun. Mm. We, we come from radio. We specialize yeah. in that. Uh, that's true. Sorry, I didn't yeah. mean to cut you off, but you were saying go ahead. Oh, yeah, no, because – um, I wanted to shift gears because I thought it was kind of funny. Back to baseball. Um, so the Astros and the Dodgers played each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you? Did you see anything? Did you see what? Or, did you hear what Oral Hershiser said after Altuve struck out looking? <sighs> you, you on a can't pitch right guess, or was it? You can't guess if you're wrong. I don't know what it is oh. or something like that. <laughs> the one guy goes. The one guy goes, ah, oh, I guess he was – like, because Altuve took a fastball literally right down the middle of the plate. Oh, yeah, straight uh, down. The guy goes, must have been guessing something else. And Oral Hershiser says, it's harder guessing than it is knowing. <laughs> Thank you, Oral Hershiser. And I was like, oh, my God. And then I guess they got uh, – there was another <laughs> one where they were, um, they were trolling the Astros again because – because the whole thing that happened, uh, and I'll get back to the big three of the Red Sox, or the not the Red Sox, the Astros in a second, and how well they did against the Dodgers. But then there was mm. the Joe Kelly thing where he threw at some of the hitters, and oh god, yes. So he got suspended for eight games for doing that, and uh, and but the Astros didn't get in trouble for cheating, but that's okay, whatever. Well, it, well, and I I read the arguments on that, and the Astro fans were like. But they lost their coach, they lost draft picks, they lost this. And I'm like, okay, but the players themselves that were actually doing all of this, nothing. But anyway. Yeah. so They have a I, ring that they didn't deserve. But I digress. Um, in, a, in, a, in a Rookie of the Year award for Altuve. That oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's who. Yeah. Should have been Aaron Judges, but that's okay. Um, 
So Joe Kelly gets fi- or gets fined and thrown. He's, he's suspended uh, eight games, mm-hmm. um, which I saw a video on Facebook last night, and I was like, well, maybe he wasn't throwing at those guys on purpose. It was him in his yard working on his changeup, and he's got a no. Now he's got this huge net set up uh, in his yard, right? Like huge net, dude. Like a huge net. He, I like cannot a, like golf net. Huge. It was huge. It was huge. He threw his changeup through the fucking window of his house. He missed the net. (laughs) So I'm like, was he really throwing at the Astros? Maybe he he just wild. Not good. Oh, and not for nothing. The Joe Kelly praise that the anti-Astros people are throwing out there and him doing that. Um, How quickly they forget that Joe Kelly was on the Red Sox team that got in trouble for cheating. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was on that team. It wasn't like he played for the organization at some point in his career and then the Red Sox got in trouble for cheating. No, he was on the team that got in trouble for cheating. Yeah, that's why I was like, oh, Joe Kelly. Oh, okay, oh so like, I'm like, so what are you mad at, bro? Like, they, yeah. you, you did it too. You're just not a hit. Uh, I don't know if you follow the chive or not. I do not. Okay, well um, – if people are, are following Chav, then they understand where I'm trying to go with. There's a T-shirt with uh, Joe on, on the front of the shirt, and it says, Free, uh, free Joe. And, okay. you know, he's got that, uh, that look on his face like, oh, oh so sad. Yeah. yeah, oh, so sad. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Free Joe? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I thought it was – I don't – I mean, I don't – I never really cared that he was on the Red Sox team. I thought it was funny the way he reacted to them and – um. I thought the bench clearing, whatever you want to call that, was interesting. I was like, wow, that's so 2020. Like, nobody can really go near each other. You just kind of. The COVID edition. <laughs> it's like. I'll like throw baseball. the resin bag at you. Yo, not for nothing, but baseball fights are kind of shitty anyway. Mm, like, mm-hmm. it's never any real. And it's not really a fight. It's more like a. No, it's. And hugging you, match. You're mean. I don't like you. Go yeah. away. Like. Like the one uh, bench clearing brawl with the Nationals where uh, Bryce Harper tried to throw his helmet at the pitcher. Did you see that? And it <laughs> Bryce Harper out of is he and is like, special in himself. He he brought it. He, he brought, I was like, oh snap! When I saw it, because like he takes his helmet off, and I'm like, it's about time someone realized that there are weapons. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm gonna run to the. You know, I don't know how people drop a bat and then run to go beat someone up. That's. That's well, defense because, 101, man. Well, I'm yeah, well, the fine for beating someone with a bat on like I'm pretty I mean, sure that's a I'm pretty sure that's a lifetime suspension. Like meh, is it though? But when Bryce Harper went out there with his helmet, he grab he takes it off and he cocks his hand back and he goes to throw it and it slips out of his hands before like the like he like just started bringing his arm forward and the thing went over towards first base. I was like, "Well, that was anticlimactic yeah that's like trying to throw a grenade into a hole but you miss yeah by throwing it behind you yeah (laughs) Yeah. it's like oh where the we want to put the grenade in that hole there cool i'm gonna throw it at that tank over there okay yeah (laughs) do you see that hole at 12 o'clock directly in front of you yes all right throw the grenade huh okay that was at five o'clock towards (laughs) our own team yeah that's not good yeah no sorry it slipped so anyway, so there was that. What? So now let's now let's get back to uh, the guessing is is harder than knowing. Or, yeah, is, is yeah. harder than knowing. Um, George Springer is it George? Yeah, it's George Springer, Jose Altuve, mm-hmm. Alex Bregman against the Dodgers. <laughs> against everyone. Again, no, against the Dodgers in <laughs> the series, dude. Springer went zero for five. Altuve yeah. went zero for nine. Bregman went zero for seven. With seven people, seven men left on base between all of those guys. Over, dude. Over twenty-one against the Dodgers. Hmm. hmm. Yeah, it's weird. It it just it begs, so, it kind of begs the question: Were they are they really that good? Or you mean to tell me that since they didn't know what pitch was coming, that they couldn't get the men off the pond? Is that what you're trying to say? I don't know that, bro. They didn't even get any hits. Oh, oh, that's the concept. You have to hit the ball. Apparently. 
I didn't oh. realize that baseball was a game where the guy with the bat was supposed to put it in play I, on base. I thought you were just supposed to sit there and just draw walks or something. I, I don't get it. Yeah, 0 for 21 between the three of them. Jesus, that's horrible. Yeah, yeah. I guess guessing is harder than knowing. <laughs> that's, that's not even like trying. I'm assuming they were trying. Well, yeah, I mean, but, but at a different capacity. So, it, yeah, um, I don't know what they were trying to do, but they weren't trying to hit. <laughs> they were trying not to hit the ball. <laughs> yeah, they were, they were playing golf. Uh, Success. <laughs> what, were, what were you guys going for in the series? Trying to strike out and not hit the ball? I'm trying to go for a negative two. Yeah, good. Well, well done. Wait a minute. So yeah, there. I, I just kind of was like, "Holy shit, that's uh, that's impressive. Those are impressive numbers." If, if you're the other team, Altuve, zero for nine, dude. He was the best defensive player for the Dodgers. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of zero for, Gary Sanchez hasn't even. I don't even think he's put the ball in play this year yet. By the way, he, oh, he hasn't shown up yet. Oh my god, he's got like already like eight or nine strikeouts they've played five games that's not good like what every time he comes up so i'm like what and and you can tell he's pressing because he's just fanning at pitches like he oh, just, i don't know if he's just not comfortable right now i don't i don't know i don't know what the deal is man but it was i'm like dude what i blame it on covid oh maybe he has it yeah that's why he can't hit the ball it's a good thing everybody else. On another, on another note, Giancarlo Stanton is tearing it up. <laughs> yeah, he's hitting everything. He's hitting like four. I think last night when I saw it, when I was watching part of the game, it was like his third at bat. He was hitting like four twenty so far. Oh, that's awesome. I'm like, oh, look at you, bro. You look could throw that you. dude a fifty five foot curveball, and he'd probably put it in the right field. Dude, Stanton hit. I don't understand how that guy hits the ball as far as he does. He has got to be one of the most he's got to be one of the strongest humans on the planet because his swing is so weird. It's all core too. He's completely closed. Yep. All core, no hips, no nothing. Nothing. It's just eh. And he hits the ball like seven thousand feet. He's just putting shoulders in it. And he's got a very, very Short swing. It's short and co- very short and compact for a big. He's like six five, six six. I know, but he's. I think he's swinging like a thirty three. I have no idea. Uh, it's. Just, it looks like a small. Well, I mean, he's also six five, but it looks like a small bat. Yeah. I, well, listen. Between him and Aaron Judge, you could put Babe Ruth's forty eight inch bat in their hands, and they'd be like, "Oh, look, it's a toothpick." <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> fucking... Well, we all know that <laughs> Babe Ruth was a. Um, Strained individual. That man. But those guys, he swung like a tree trunk. Yeah. But that's how bats were. I mean, I get it. That's how bats were. But, yeah, I, yeah. I, it blows my mind every time I watch Stanton hit. And I just go, I don't understand how this guy even makes contact with anything. Well, all. he keeps everything close in. Like, I mean, you think about it, like, and I hate to put it to this comparison. You know how, like, figure skaters, they get tucked in really tight and they get yeah. spin real fast. But he just, that's what he does. He sucks yeah. in everything and just. It's crazy. Just, I don't know what it is. And he, I mean, when he makes con- – and clearly he's making contact. I mean, right now, granted, what are we – we're like a week into the season. Uh, yeah, think, which is I think about 65% done now. Yeah, yeah I think so, <laughs> which is weird. Um, but uh, from what I'm seeing now, which for one is the best I've seen him play in pinstripes, then again, he hasn't spiked himself yet. So Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He just – like, oh, at least he didn't pull a hammy on his home run trot. That's good. Um, <laughs> yeah. But he looks but he looks more like the Stanton that played in Miami when he was the NL MVP. You know, he's mm-hmm. putting the ball in place. He's that's really what he's there for. And I almost wow. wonder I almost wonder if it's because there are no fans in the stands. Yeah, maybe no pressure. Right. I mean, granted, they played their first home game last night, but Yankee fans can be a motherfucker on on people. You, you are one hundred percent right. And you know, you know, I can understand the whole pressure and stuff that's coming out about it because 
playing in high school and you see scouts and stuff there and you're like, Oh, I wonder if they're here for me. I don't know if they're here for someone else. I don't They were nowhere near there for me. I mean, they were there for, uh, I I don't know if you follow enough, but uh, Timmy Stoppard. Yeah. Uh, He he played for the Astros in 2004, I think. Oh. Yeah, him and I played together in Saratoga. So nice. Dude was phenomenal. He was a great offensive player and defensive player. And, man, he he was good. So, I mean, he was there. They were there for them. And maybe, I don't know, looking at other people as well, I was like, I'm not standing up anywhere near this dude. <laughs> They're like, hey, are you go play third. I was like, I've never played here. Okay. I was a left fielder. <laughs> yeah, that's where, that's where I was. And I was like, they would throw me off. They'd be like, you're playing right field today. I was like, no. I, <laughs> I don't left. know what's going on. They're like, it's, it's, people are like, it's the outfield. It's the same position. I was like, no, the ball tracks different in, uh, in the other side of the field. And I'm left-handed. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm like, I don't – I can't play – ball. I'm telling you, like, it, the ball – if you play left field and then you get to right field, the ball track's different. It's coming oh, at yeah. – it's turning the other way. Right? Yeah, it's it's hooking the opposite way that you're used to. Yeah. So you're like, oh, shit. Ah! Yeah. Let's chase right. it. Oh, and then, yeah, I mean, center field, let's just be real. You're just there to back up left and right. That's all it is. Well, not if somebody hits you the ball. Yeah, usually if it goes center field, it's out anyways. So isn't the center fielder supposed to be the best outfielder in the le- on the team? Like, no, 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 it's that's just hogwash. Yeah, that's that's nonsense that they've been. That's nonsense. I mean, the the center fielder is like the shortstop. It's useless. Yeah, <laughs> those shortstop guys. Those shortstop guys. I mean, Jeter. Who's that dude? Yeah, I know. Fuck that's, that guy. Ozzy Who? Ozzy Smith. Ozzy Smith. Uh, Cal Ripken. Garbage. Um, Alex Rodriguez for a minute. Nope. No, I don't even know. These guys, they're no names. They're nothing. Who, are, who even are these people? I don't know what you're talking about. Who are they? Willie Randolph. Willie Randolph was a second baseman. Never mind. No, he played both sides. Did he? I thought he played second base. Well, he did, but he, he also played. Well, I think sure. college he played. Yeah, college he was at shortstop. No. I don't know. I'm trying to think. You know, those shortstop guys, though, there's nothing. Anyway. Nah, garbage. Whatever. So, but uh, I'm saying another month, baseball's probably going to be done, which is shitty. Yeah, I'm not – I haven't put too much effort into it this year. I'm watching it because it's on. I'm like – and I like – you know, the Yankees are on. I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely going to watch. I like – Oh, yeah, I'll, ca- I'll <laughs> catch a couple innings here and there. I like uh, – I like the no fans things. I don't really – it doesn't really bother me, especially why – like, it sucks if you wanted to go to a game, but I don't – I love going to a game. I, but I don't mind watching a game where there's no fans. Like, how much does that matter to me? I'm watching it on TV. Yeah. I'm not watching I understand it that. The, I'm not watching it for the people in the stands. Sometimes I am. Oh. Yeah, but, yeah, but the Red Sox are awful, so there's that. So. Well, I mean, you also get those – Crazy people like uh, was the girl like I kicked out of the World Series for flashing her boobs. Oh, Julia Rose or whatever her name was. Yeah, whatever her name is. But I was like, this is this makes football or baseball very entertaining. Yeah, when you put flashers behind home plate, that's good. That's weird. I don't know how. I was like, I was glued to the TV. Yeah, it's like oh shit, look at boobies. I was like wow. I was like, this is a good game. <laughs> this is a really good game. I don't. It's like wow. Who's playing? Don't know. What? Left and right. <laughs> so um i didn't care that the end and the nba was back last night i didn't even think about it i didn't uh, watch a single game no they only had i think two last night but i was like whatever. i'm curious about the nfl i really am i don't know man i don't a lot of people that like when i listen to sports talk radio a lot of people are saying that they really don't think an NFL season is going to st- – they don't know if it's going to start on time, and they don't know if it's even going to happen. Yeah. Which so many, which it does. There's so many variables with that, though, because of all the traveling that they want, they're want they going to do. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like they're just going to play a normal schedule. You know, like at least baseball, to an extent, cut it down, and they're only – they're not going like West Coast trips and East Coast trips and – you know yeah. what I mean? Like they're kind of keeping it to their – 
whatever they've made their divisions or, or I think you should just get the coaches to play MLB the show and ah. count them as games. Sure. We could do that. I'm in. So, that's I mean, that's part. what NASCAR did it for a little bit. They did iRacing. Really? Yeah. yeah but I, I'm assuming like driving like car simulators are a little bit different than a baseball video game. Yeah. Kind of like the same actions of driving, you know, it's like, Meh. it's kind of like a pilot going into a flight simulator and it's like flying <laughs> a plane. Well, no, stop. But in, in, but if you were to play MLB the show, you got like a controller. It's not so, like they should have played. If we was still a thing, they could have played Wii baseball. And then, that's true. You could have done that. I mean, you don't press X when you throw a ball in real life. I mean, I tried it. It didn't work. Oh, okay. Just checking. Like, throw me that. I kept hitting the X button, and people were like, what are you doing? Like, oh. It doesn't work. It's not working. It's not, not working. working. So, it, Can I throw the controller? Does that work? <laughs> but at least we have some sort of pro sports for a little while, kind of take our minds off of everything else. Yeah. And then, I mean, sitting home watching movies, too. Um, yeah, that was a, a wonderful segue. I appreciate you for that one because I do want to talk about your favorite movie scenes. Yay! I'm a professional. Yeah, we're professional podcasters that don't get paid. Woohoo! Wait a minute, we're not. I don't know what you yet. I don't get shit. I have to talk to people then. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. Um, Where's my agent? So let's put it. Let's let's do it. What's your out of all movie scenes? All, all movie, movie scenes. Yeah, what I mean, yes, what no, but man, that you've seen. I mean, obviously, not of every movie ever. Neither one of us have seen every <laughs> movie ever. I am a cinephile. I don't know what that is. The person that likes movies. Okay, but that doesn't mean you've seen every movie ever. Every single one. Good for you. That's impressive. No, not not at all. Not at all. So for you, man, uh, there's so many though. I know. Pick one. So many. No pressure. It's not like anybody's going to – you're not going to let anybody down, and nobody and, – and people aren't going to hear it that we're in the movie scene. Jeez. Well, I would have to say – well, one of the, the ones that actually – I don't know. It kind of speaks to now, and I was thinking about it last night when we were talking about it. Um, what is it? I Am Legend. I have never seen that. So there's a part in I Am Legend where Will Smith is pretty much one of the like last normal dudes. Yeah. There's a virus, of course, and he's a doctor and everything. And he's got a um, – <laughs> there's, there's two scenes in that movie that I really like. The one that he pulls up to where he's staying in front of Grand Central Station. And I, I think the guy, the mannequin that he, he named is Carl or no. I forget what it is, but he shows up and there's a mannequin standing in a puddle Hmm. and for him to get out and start yelling at a mannequin, (laughs) giving it a name and going, what are you doing outside? No, no, you better tell me why you're out here. I'm like, this shows like how quickly the brain can just (laughs) (laughs) when you're in isolation. Right. It's amazing how that works. And then the second scene uh, is when his dog, Sam, was bit by one of the zombies or whatever it is. I'm not giving you any spoilers or anything like that. You knew, like, the premise of it, right? Um, yeah, it, I mean, it doesn't really matter because it's... You should watch not... it still. It's, it's a good movie. Right. But um, where he had to make a decision where his his buddy his companion that's normal as a dog, he has to say goodbye. Okay. And it's not in a normal way that you would think. So he has to make a difficult choice. I don't want to give it to you much, but I mean, if you haven't seen the movie, it's a very interesting scene where not much is spoken, but you can understand what's happening through it. So it's, yeah. And then, um, I have a couple, actually. Of course, Saving Private Ryan, the opening scene. Yeah. So, hold on a second. Okay. You need a bucket? Don't. Just put the soap in the the mitt and then wipe it. And then rinse it. Sorry. It's whatever. 
I have multiple scenes that I like. Okay. So the other one I like is Save Your Private Ryan. Yeah. The opening scene, of course. <laughs> right. D-Day. Which I was not uh, prepared for, by the way, at all when I saw that oh, movie the first time. Oh, my goodness. And, you know, I saw that movie before I joined the military. Yep. And my grandfather was in, uh, in World War II. Mm. He actually jumped into Normandy because he was uh, a paratrooper. Oh, okay. So looking at that, I was like, oh, wow, that's pretty intense and stuff. Blah, blah, blah. You know, that's, that's wow. I didn't believe that they, they went through that. And then after joining the military, going back and watching it again and go, wow. Yeah. Just to think of what these people went through. Like the mass extinction of the human race on that beach. Yeah on both sides really and yeah. the gumption and the balls on these dudes to run up on a beach getting fired at by mg like mg 40s 40 yeah. cal machine guns I, like holy shit what yeah like I mean, how can you sit there in your mind and go i need to get up to this beach and take out these gun nests and i'm going to do it everything i possibly can knowing that i'm probably going to die knowing that you may not even get off the boat yeah. Or, right. or just jump over the side of the boat and all your gear just drowns you. Right. Yeah. Like, holy shit, dude. Yeah, no, that was that no, I couldn't imagine. A a the move like like I said, that that scene I was not prepared for the first time I watched it. And I was just like, holy shit. The it's one of the greatest movies that I probably can sit down and watch at any time. Yeah. I can do that. I do that right up until um, the guy gets the knife shoved into his chest by the German. Yep. I was. No, no, and, no. Yeah, that hand to hand combat. That's, that's that the shit crazy. of it. That was crazy. And, I, you know, and I've been in certain situations um, with being in the military and going on business trips, if you will, to multiple countries. Yeah. And I sat there and after having a conversation, with weapons, if you will. I sat there and, and recollect on it and go, how did they do this back in World War II? It was extreme trench warfare. Yeah. You walked up on a dude within rifle range and stabbed them with the front of your rifle. Meanwhile, yeah. we're, we're just throwing lead <laughs> over three to 400 meters, and that's close. Right. I can't imagine being within six feet of someone. Yeah. And just, oh. but that, that movie showed it and it was really cool. Well, not cool, but you know what I mean? Like how I can look at it now with the military mindset and go, right. My grandfather did that. And he came home after that. <laughs> yeah. That does. That's the crazy stuff. Like the survivors. <laughs> Although at this point, there's not many, not many um, now, no. but like just to think of the people, like, how lucky did you have to be to get home, come home from that? And it wasn't like a deployment now where, where you join the military and you're like, okay, I'm going to join for six years and I'm going to get done. No, you, you were like, hey, you're coming to war. When do we go home? Uh, when it's when over. We're, when we're done. Yeah, when it's over. You get and to pretty come much home. it was. And think about like how much training did those dudes really have because they were all getting drafted. Like it's like you guys – like you enlist, you enlist, you go to basic, mm -hmm. you do what you got to do. You get all the training in the world before you, they're like, all right, here you go, stupid, your turn. Yeah. Those like, here you go, stupid, your turn. <laughs> like, wait, yeah. wait, what do you mean? Like, there was, <laughs> what, what they, I mean, I assume they had something like you had get on this boat. And when we get on the boat and the door opens, shoot at everything that's on the other side. Yeah. Run. Hey, run oh, and shoot. Okay. Cool. Yeah, so, that was. And then, yeah, I mean, I'm, the same with Vietnam, too. Vietnam was like, hey, when do we get to go home? <laughs> when we're done. When it's over. You're not, they weren't doing tours. They were just there. Yeah. You know, it's like, not like I'm going over for a three-month tour and coming no. home and, and getting redeployed, maybe. But now, you know, then it was just like, yo, you go and you stay there. Yeah. And. That's it. They. And I will agree, and whoever says that they disagree with me, I will fight you, and you will not be happy. I will that is, fight. That is the greatest generation that has ever lived on the face of this earth. 
they were fearless. Well, I can't say they were fearless because I'm sure they were all scared shitless, but they were brave. Scared, scared and being brave is two, two different things. Yeah. So, I mean, when you, when you being let your training is, kick in. Being brave is, is being scared and doing it anyway. Yeah. That's what that's, being brave is. I mean, it's, think it's about it. Like, do it anyway. Like, holy shit, dude. You're in a plane. You're about to jump out of behind enemy lines taking artillery fire in the air while your buddies are, are assaulting a beach. I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and hope to God that like the paratroopers and stuff like that in the airborne, those are the guys that were trained. I get their head to this. We, 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 like, it's not really much training to jump out of a plane, man. Yeah. But like, if I got enlisted, like if I got drafted or you got drafted with no knowledge of what's happening. Yeah. I don't think you're going to get thrown into the airborne. Like you just, here you go. Oh, by the way, you got to jump out of this plane, count to five, and pull the chute. What? Well, I mean, that's why they make it so easy that you don't have to pull anything. It's attached to the plane when you jump out. Oh, yeah, it just yanks you. Static line. It just pulls your chute out, and then there you go. Jump Here's out. Here's a thousand feet. Good luck. What? Huh? Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, there was – keep in mind, too. I mean, we didn't have the military like we had now, but there were people that were military people. You know, yes, there had to be like we didn't. Yeah, oh yeah, we didn't win World War II with a team of amateurs. Like, no, it wasn't. Like, there weren't the replacements. Like in, right, like in, we didn't go in and beat the German army with Brooklyn. Like it would just. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I mean, there was a lot. Yeah. But, so. I mean, that's. I think that's one of my one one of my favorite scenes of like all time of how they showed it. And I don't know if it was real or not. There's, I don't know anybody that's alive that can tell me that, but a lot of people are saying it was true to what they knew. Yeah. I've heard stories on that too, where cinematically it was probably the most realistic depiction of that day. Yeah, I can agree. From what I, and that that's from everything that I've heard was that it was as real as it could have been. Like it looked as real as it, was uh when it yep. really happened with just it was man it was fucking chaos is what it was it, it was absolute chaos it was man like the, the one line that sticks out with uh tom sizemore is someone one of the extras were like do you know where we are <laughs> he's like not where we want to be <laughs> <laughs> he's like no one no one knows where we're supposed to be everything's all messed up i was like it's, it's an idea Tom, Siz- Tom Sizemore was in some really classic military movies, by the way. Yeah, he... And he has a closet go. full of fucking demons. He has let himself go. That's for damn sure. What oh, about you? What's one of your go. favorite... Huh? What, what, what's one of your favorite like movies, there, or movie scenes? This isn't Ortega. And I'm Evan Baxter, and here's what's making news. A potential scandal with the Buffalo PD surface today when the mayor... <laughs> for those of you that don't know that is the evan baxter scene in bruce almighty where bruce is screwing with him during the newscast easily Uh, that is literally that is easily my favorite scene in any movie just because of how Steve Carell played that perfectly and didn't lose it. Well, uh, you know, there's outtakes, but they got through it. Well, and I know what I'm saying like they they got through it enough to not scrap the whole idea. Right. I mean, dude, he the facial expressions that he uh, has during that where he is like literally that's like it's like it's actually happening to him and it's his it's it's amazing. I love. And he it. has no idea that it's happening to him. That's the funny part. Right. It's like he's like, playing it like, off. Like he has no idea what's going on, but it's happening. And with the the whole, the prime minister rump roast. Yeah, the <laughs> prime or prime rib roast or what? I don't know. What is, it's just Come oh my god. Oh, his lamp. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, there we go. Sorry about that. <clears throat> In other news, the Prime Minister of Sweden visited Washington today, and my tiny little nipples went to France. <laughs> what did he just say? <laughs> Check the prompter. In the director in the, in the production room. 
Read what did the he copy. just say? The copy is good. And my tiny little nipples went to France. Oh my God, so good. That that whole scene, um, and that was what actually made me start to like Steve Carell as an actor, even though he had such a small role in that movie. Oh yeah, he kind <laughs> then, of he blew up quickly with those movies, like the Four Year Old Virgin and Evan, uh, not Evan Almighty, Bruce Almighty, and then Evan Almighty, and then um, Evan Almighty was kind of shitty, but that's all right. Um, I mean, it it pushed his uh, his office career, if you will. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I think, well, he does, and Judd, the fact that Judd Apatow became so successful and uses the same people. Yeah, Steve, but Steve Carell definitely benefited from that. I I, I just thought. That that scene was uh, was was just fantastic. I, oh, yeah. I, it's got to be one of the funniest scenes I've ever seen um, <laughs> in any movie I've ever watched. And I I try to stick to comedies the best that I can. I don't really get into much else. Um, I think that for me does it as a top scene. And then um, you know there are things from Braveheart. Oh well, yes, of course. You know, not even the freedom thing. I, I, I was like, whatever. I, that was just disgusting. The fact that they were like pulling out his intestines or whatever they were doing. Well, I mean, Disembowelments are fun, right? But <laughs> um, just some of the some of the scenes from I, I one of my favorite uh, scenes in Braveheart itself is when he's with the guy from France, and he's like, or no, no, no. Is that I don't know if that's Braveheart where he's like the good lord. I think that might be the Patriot. I think it might be the Patriot as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was the Patriot where where he's like passive aggressive as shit. With well, the the crazy Frenchman's like the good lord tells me that he's pretty sure he can get me out of he's like he can get me out of this, but he's pretty sure you're fucked. Oh, okay, yeah. Which movie yeah, that is, is that? That is a, I think that's the Patriot. Okay, and that I was just like, whoa, that it was kind of funny. Um. But now, see, the thing is, now you bring out a comedy. Now I gotta think of like a good, like my favorite comedy. Well, that right there is one of the best ones that you you pulled out. But man, favorite comedy scene? I that's literally my favorite scene from any movie. Like that's I it, know, it, but no, no matter the genre, that is one of my favorite scenes from any movie. And I do have God, to shout now, out. Now I got to shout out my. S- I got to shout out my boy Derek because I did. I haven't watched a lot of the X Men movies that he worked on. Um, just because X-Men is not, I, I just, it's never really been my thing. They're not, yeah. I mean, I'm, and it's nothing at all about anything. Um, but the scene that they did in, um, Days of Future Past, where they did, I don't even know the guy's name where he, him and I talked about it on the podcast where they, he's so fast that time moves so slow. Uh, flash. Have, you, have you ever, no, no, no. Have you ever seen, <laughs> have you ever seen Days of Future Past? No, I have not. There is a scene where this guy, he move, he's, he's really, like, he's super-duper fast. Wait a minute. That's the dude with, like, the, <laughs> the silver hair? It could be. He's, he's one of the younger ones. Yeah, he's got he goes he around, goggles or something like that. Yeah, he goes yeah, yeah, around yeah. the whole – dude, if you, like, Google Days of Future Past slow motion scene, you'll see mm-hmm. what I'm talking about, where he goes around and he messes with everybody in the room. It was so well done cinematically. Quicksilver. Quicksilver. I, it could be. Yes. I think I know what you're talking about. He just slows everything down. He moves, messes with people in the kitchen and stuff. And they're all fighting in the same room. And he's like moving people. Uh, like he goes by like one guy's throwing a punch and uh-huh. he like, he fit, he twists the guy's hand. So the guy ends up. Punch- so he does all this stuff because, and it looks like everybody's in slow motion, but for him, right. Yeah. That's Quicksilver. So it's real time for him. Yep, 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 yep. And then when they bring the film, you know, everything's back to speed where he stops doing everything and like dudes are punching each other and punching themselves. Yeah, it's all over the place. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was that was a that was an awesome scene too. But no, I I I still got to go with, and that's just a shout out to my boy Derek who, you know, that but that scene was so tremendously done. Mm. Um, which him and I talked about it when I had him on, and he was like, we went the first people to do the slowing down of time scene, but it's like we definitely did it one of the best ways like our execution was definitely one of the best and i'm like yeah you you gotta say that but i under, but i think he's right um, <laughs> you have to say that but yeah yeah but he, it just he, so happens he was right you know he so um but that's uh that's it for me and then i mean scenes from friday you know uh, yeah i mean <laughs> chris tucker 
one of my favorite things in the, in that's ever been said in any movie is when Chris Tucker's like, how the hell are you going to get fired on your day off? off. <laughs> and, and not even that line because it got better because Ice Cube is like, they say me, they got me on tape stealing boxes. And Chris Tucker's response to that is, the fuck you dealing, doing stealing boxes for? What you trying to build a clubhouse? <laughs> <laughs> and that, I just love, oh God, that's great. And, and everybody focuses on how the hell you get fired on your day off. But I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm. The follow-up is even, the clubhouse line for me was friggin' hysterical. It's like one of those things that, you know, people do and it doesn't, well, I mean, it, it makes the movie, but it was more like improv kind of thing, you know? Yeah, it, yes. And, well, it's funny too, because he didn't say how the hell you get fired. That was his dad. He said, you got to be a Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. You're going to get fired on your day off. His dad says, how the hell are you going to get fired on your day off? But that's anyway. <laughs> so. Man, you know what? Another one just popped in my head. Okay. And people are going to give me, you know, they're going to give me shit for this one. Who is? And people are going to, everybody. The eight people that listen? Hey, that's eight people that are giving me shit about it. I doubt it. They're probably even make it this far. Don't worry about it. The movie Red Sparrow. I have never seen it. You need to see this. Jennifer Lawrence plays a fantastic Russian spy. Okay. Fantastic. Sorry, motorcycle just went past the house. I don't know if you heard that. Room, room. <laughs> but the, the way the way that she gets information from people is amazing and the one scene and I, I don't know if you will watch it or not but there is a scene that she walks into a strip club and tries to solicit information from this dude that she has blackmail on she sits next to him and you know slightly seduces him and whatever and blah 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 and she says something so passive aggressive, she knows that the video cameras in the building don't have sound, but yep. they have video. She says something so passive aggressive, he slaps her. And she goes, you're going to do what I want you to do, or I'm going to release that tape from that camera that's over my left shoulder, and you're going to be in trouble. I was like, oh my God, that is like freaking fantastic the way that she did that. Right. And she just plays, like, you know, it's like, she has to take care of her family and she has family members that, you know, she can't tell what she's doing. And I mean, red sparrows are a real thing. I yep. mean, it's not, it's not classified or anything like that. There are out there. Time out. But if you get a chance, hold on. but if you get a chance, watch it. It okay. is extremely like mind bending. And well, she gets naked too, but that's, that's a total different thing. Right. Uh, for those of you that are listening where that didn't really make any sense, I got a phone call. So through the power of editing, I had to stop and then come back. Um, so that's what that was all about. Where you're like, what the fuck is it? What happened with Rich? <laughs> you're breaking up. Oh, so anyway, but I, I do want to wrap this up here pretty quick. But yeah, that's one that's, the one thing that's funny is like when because I've never been a guy that worries about spoilers like those. They don't bother me. Like if you talk about movies that I have not seen. Mm-hmm. I don't get mad because I haven't seen it and you're talking about it. Like I've never. But it gives you something to look forward to and go, oh, this is the part he was talking about. Yeah, like I, that's kind of how I look at things. Like when I went and saw Spider-Man uh, Homecoming, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, this is the, this is this happens in the movie. I want to see, you know, I want to know about. I like I I want to see how it works and and how that plays into the the plot of the movie. And I've never really cared at all ever i'm like i'm still gonna watch it you didn't tell me when it happens you just told me that it happens yeah i mean some people i I know some people don't (laughs) like it but i mean no i know and i and i get that i guess they want that surprise or they want that you know they want their initial and i'm like again you don't know when this shit's gonna happen like it's and it's a movie it's not like a tv show and you're like oh yeah no they killed that guy like what yeah like and he's a main character or something like that like when I found out Han Solo was killed. Um, what? Wait a minute, what? I know. By the way, Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's dad. No, you're lying. It can't Sorry. be true. Spoilers. Um, no, but like I knew that Han Solo was killed and I was watching whichever movie that was in and I'm like, oh, well now I want to see how, because I didn't know how, I just knew he was killed. Right. So I mean, I'm, look I'm, at trailers. Trailers are big spoilers. For the most part, yeah. 
Yeah. There's not a lot of huge reveals in the trailers, but that's no. fine. Um, but, but I mean, there like, are movies that you look at and go, oh, oh, uh, now I remember. But okay. then, like, with the solo death scene, I was like, oh, okay, shit. Like, that's how it happened? I get it now. I just knew he died. Yeah. That was it. Like, I didn't know he was, like, killed in, in like, a, you know, flying battle thing. He was piloting something or I don't pew, know. Pew, pew. Yeah. Shooting his, his little blaster. <laughs> <laughs> Pew 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 pew. dot com. Pew. That's I did the Lego movie. Have you seen the Lego Batman movie? Yes. And they shoot at each other, and that's the sound that the guns make. Yeah. Oh, I know. It's so good. I love that movie, and all the throwback like references that they do for the old school, like oh, I know. Let's go punch people so hard that our words translate into like they 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 combust into words on the screen. So. Uh, um so all right listen let's wrap this one up it's a thank fun you, chat thank you for joining today i appreciate you yeah man it's a fun chat i liked it thank you for everyone that listened yes thank you um, and and yeah. make sure you go watch those movies that we recommend yeah that we that we just ruined for you you're welcome yeah if you like spoilers then whatever sure yeah, don't be a schmuck just go watch the movies <laughs> it's not like you're going out and paying for it Right, you're watching it for free, so shut your face. Unless you pay for, like, Netflix, then it's not free, but whatever. All right, brother, thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. Sounds wonderful.